here's a message from Ken Lavica. He's ghosting him. He's leaving their text messages on unread. He's become the impromptu Jets general manager. Let's call it what it is now. Aaron Rodgers is committing the biggest act of betrayal on the Green Bay Packers. Hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go. You are listening to Ken Lavica Live. What? Become best friends. Yup. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. Turn it up. Turn it up. Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 1063. Does this guy have no shame? Yesterday, As I'm sitting at the ballpark of the Palm Beaches, we're seeing breaking news, breaking news, breaking news, all but a done deal. Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets, trade finalized. Aaron Rodgers. I see I'm getting getting choked up. I'm choked up for the Packers, guys. I'm choked up. Hold on. Okay. Well, ayahuasca? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'm struggling. The aftermath of that is rough. Oh, man, they don't tell you about the symptoms. Oh, no, once the diarrhea and the puking finish, then you got to deal with the others. Yeah, that's what I'm dealing with right now. Um, But but it's you've got Jets players tweeting at one another. Sauce Gardner and Garrett Wilson tweeting at one another. Garrett Wilson tweeting, now I can enjoy my vacation. Yet it is 12.01 Eastern time on March 14th. And this dude still hasn't made a decision. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers still hasn't made a decision. The Jets still don't have a quarterback. And now they're, they're, <laughs> Mike White's gone. So now it's just Zach Wilson. I think, did Joe Flacco retire? Is he still alive? Is he still with us? Well, the question is, is Mike White is Mike still White, with us? Yeah, WFAN That's... yesterday uh, in, out in New York, they put up a graphic that said, thank you, Mike White. And Mike White, for some reason, has angel wings <laughs> the on. angel wings. They might as did well... Mike White die? If they put that picture of Mike White with the angel wings on and plaster it on the front of a T-shirt, like, <laughs> legit, that, they're ready for a memorial service. Who, who made that graphic? Who oh, did that? Man, but, like, Mike, Mike White could be dead. If I'm the Dolphins and I made that, that, that uh, deal with him yesterday, I would just make sure Go check. that he's alive. Because yeah. maybe WFAN knows something that you don't. But, but Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, he is openly disrespecting the Packers now. I mean, this is so disrespectful. And the one word that comes to mind as we sit one day before the Ides of March Mm. is betrayal. Mm. Ken Levick alive on a Tuesday here on ESPN 106.3. Free ESPN app and on your smart speaker. And a John Levine Accident Attorney Studios downtown West Palm Beach. Phillips Point Towers off of the overcast, yet still uncomfortably muggy, intracoastal. Theo Dorsey in his regular seat. WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29 on this Tuesday. And... Stone the Banowitz, he is off in his darkness retreat. He is in the cave in northern Florida with Aaron Rodgers, who is continuing to try and make his decision. Stone the Banowitz is cave-bound for a second straight day, but does have the ability to communicate with us via email, and we'll be doing that throughout the course of the show. And again, I sent him there. I needed him to get his mind right because I was concerned over his newfound Jets fandom last week when he was beginning to chant J-E-T-S, Jets on this show in anticipation of Aaron Rodgers. And I told him, brother, you need to chill out. You need to get your mind right. Don't like where your head's at. And he chose to take an Aaron Rodgers darkness retreat. Mm -hmm. I don't think I'm going to get the desired result, but at least he's trying. 
It, it's a step in the right direction. It's, it, at least he listened to me. Yeah. He didn't fight me on it. Um, he's a very stubborn person. Uh, but again, I'm already seeing signs that this darkness retreat for Stone not going to come back with what I was looking for, which is him denouncing Aaron Rodgers. Well, here's the thing, too. If you're going to prepare yourself for Jets fandom, what better place to start than in darkness, right? Like, what better place to start <laughs> sort of their, than just, yeah, yeah. just this isolate their origin yourself. story. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just be in the cellar. Just be in the cellar somewhere. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, again, it is now 12.04 Eastern time on March the 14th. Uh, still Check has, your phone. has not made a decision. Make sure. Uh, let's see, breaking news. Ian Rappaport. News. I don't see anything. No Dob Kleiman. Don't see anything. <laughs> nope, nope, Check him nothing. first. Put, no, him, put his no, notifications on. No, no Dove, no <laughs> Ari, any of these aggregators. Um, but Aaron Rodgers has not said anything to anyone that we know of. Not the Packers, not the Jets. Now, the Jets are doing things. They continue to do things that lead you to believe that, that this man is coming. Uh, that Aaron Rodgers is going to be their quarterback, like acquiring or having a deal in place during legal tampering for Alan Lazar, one of his favorite targets, or at least a target yeah. that he enjoyed in Green Bay. Uh, and and then and then on on ESPN this morning, you have on Sports Center, you have the the full breakdown that it's not just Alan Lazar. It looks like. Uh, Randall Cobb is is potentially in discussions. Randall Cobb, who uh, I, I assumed has been wheelchair-bound for quite some time. He's getting up there in age. No, Randall Cobb. The Jets are talking with him. Now, keep in mind, no other team would be talking with Randall Cobb. No, no. Um, But the Jets are, and it's pretty easy to come to the conclusion why they're talking with him. But right now, oh, this is goodness. where... As heard on ESPN this morning, this is where things appear to stand with Aaron Rodgers and the Jets and the Jets and some of Aaron Rodgers' posse. There is something else going on here, and you mentioned it. Alan Lazard, one of Aaron Rodgers' favorite receivers, seems to have a lot of favorite receivers, but certainly this is one of them. Uh, they are wor- He is working on a deal with the New York Jets. I know there was another team involved. does not sound like that team is involved anymore, so it seems to be all Jets for Alan Lazard. We'll see if they can... Work Nobody out a deal wanted here, and we'll see but if it ends up being a package deal. We'll see if another one of Aaron Rodgers' friends, Randall Cobb, also comes to the Jets. Nobody talks about Randall I would Cobb. say probably will happen if Aaron Rodgers comes to the Jets, which we think will happen, but we don't know because, as you just mentioned, not quite done yet. So, so this is the game. He is. He, here's what's happening. Aaron Rodgers is in this cave with with Stone. And like Stone, though, he has, he has access to, to email. And so he's emailing his agent, hey, tell Joe Douglas, get me Lazar. <laughs> well, the, I mean, Aaron, here's the problem. The Jets don't have a lot of leverage because nobody else is even remotely interested in Alan Lazar. I don't care. Go get him. Go get him. And hey, uh, go get my boy, R. Cobb. Go get Randall Cobb. And his agent's like, nobody, definitely yeah. nobody's interested in him. Uh-huh. I mean, Aaron, this is a tough ask, but the Jets, right now, the Jets are on their knees and they are praying to the temple of Aaron Rodgers. I mean, it kind of feels like they're on their knees and doing something else with Aaron Rodgers, too. <laughs> uh, but it is, this is, this is hostage taking 101. Yeah. It's not just, though, the Jets that Aaron Rodgers has taken hostage. 
It's still the Packers that Aaron Rodgers has taken hostage. Because again, now it's 12.07 Eastern time on March 14th, and Aaron Rodgers has two teams waiting on bated breath to see what he's going to do. To see what he's going to do. I want to go back. I want to go back, by the way, uh, to earlier this offseason. I want to go back to the days of yesteryear. Uh-oh, I know what you're going to. Aaron Rodgers was sitting at the podium Mm-mm. at the end of the season after a very, very listless loss to the 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 Denver or the Denver, the Detroit Lions, who yeah. came on very strong late. Yeah. The Detroit Lions, who who beat Aaron Rodgers and the Packers at Lambeau in Week 18, keeping the Packers out of the playoffs. This was the, the postseason press conference, the meeting with the media that Aaron Rodgers gave. This was now, if you're scoring at home, kiddos, January 8th, 65. Cesanthi Cinco, mm. 65 days ago, Aaron Rodgers said the following to assembled media in Green Bay. Here is Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to hold him hostage. Uh, you know, I understand, uh, you know, we're still in January here. March is for agency, so um, just need some time to, uh, like I said, get the emotion out of it and then figure out what's best. All right. Let's hear that one more time. Let's hear that one more time because the first three seconds are Mm -hmm. where the infamous words come out of the mouth of Aaron Rodgers. Here is Aaron Rodgers 65 days ago. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to hold him hostage. Uh, You know, I understand, uh, you know, we're still in January here. March is for agency, so um, just need some time to... Uh, like I said, get the emotion out of it and then um, figure out what's best. Not going to hold him hostage. Not going to hold him hostage. Not going to hold him hostage. I'm not going to hold him hostage. Not going to hold him hostage. It's March 14th. Mm. Yeah, it's January for agencies in March. Yeah, we went through January. We went through February. And now we are here in, 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 in March. At no point, at no point over the last over two months, Aaron Rodgers has been able to get the full emotion out of it to where he can tell the Packers had, I'd like to, to be traded. Instead, he went on a darkness retreat. He hasn't communicated with anybody. How much longer do we have to wait for the emotion to come out of it? What I don't get in the, all of this, Ken, is how, how is it that if the deal, the parameters of the deal are pretty much done, mm-hmm. if the Jets are already flirting with his friends to, to help impress Aaron, because that's what I think the Jets are doing right now. I think... You're saying more so it's like Aaron Rodgers calling up the Jets. I think he's Jets. pulling the strings. I think he's no. the puppet master. This is the Joe classic Douglas move. and his big girthy frame are being controlled <laughs> by Aaron Rodgers. Joe Douglas, this is the classic move right here. All right? I used to use this one in college. All right, I'm gonna get it. It's free game. Can I give out free game? Okay, yeah, sure, sure, sure. I think that's good. This is what the Jets are doing right now. Okay. They're flirting. They want Aaron Rodgers, right? They want Aaron Rodgers to come to New York. They want him to make that decision. Call up the Packers. Say, hey, sign it. Do whatever you got to do. Get me to New York. So whilst they try and make the parameters of the deal work out with the Packers, they're also trying to impress Aaron Rodgers by outwardly flirting with his friends. Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb. Wait, that works? We're, well, not in a bad way, not f- complimenting him. So if this was like a woman you're trying oh, to woo. Oh, like, oh, he's be, so nice to my friends. It's not just that part of it. Of course she's going to like that. But then her friends are going to be the ones upping you to her because you're making them feel good. So if I'm, if I'm wooing uh. you... 
And I'm over here, and I'm also telling Stone, hey, Stone, nice kicks, man. And, hey, Tina, Tina home team, man, you're really rocking that dress. You, Ken Levicka, when you're going back to your friends and being like, hey, I kind of like that Theo guy, they're going to be like, yeah, Theo's a really good guy. Theo's a really – it's it's a cumulative uh, cumulative effect there. Uh, intern courtside foul, thumbs up or thumbs down. Is that a good approach <laughs> for uh, for a man to take with a woman? Just a thumbs up or thumbs down because I have my doubts It's subliminal. Uh, it's a little bit – Nobody thinks about it, though, so you're asking her – And courtside Val knows class. Courtside, so that's why that's – why She's courtside. Uh, she's courtside. That's why intern courtside Val, she's all class. You're asking her because now she heard the game plan. But, see, the game plan wouldn't be given out to her. Aaron Rodgers is back home not hearing the game plan, but he's also hearing – From his Jets, friends. He's hearing from his friends, like, now Randall Cobb and They're Alan so Lazard. They're so sweet to me. They're so sweet to me. Like, I think you should give him a call. Think about that, though. Right. Alan right. Lazard and Randall Cobb, Aaron Rodgers' quote-unquote friends, mm-hmm. are being wooed by what team? The Jets. Yeah, the so only when, team. So when Aaron Rodgers, if he ever picks up the phone and asks them, hey, I'm kind of on the fence, what do you think? What do you think they're going to say? They're going to say, oh, they, they've been so nice. They've Hell been so yeah. sweet. Like, I really think that you should go uh, go, go uh, to that that movie with them. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what kids. Well, where ice do, where do ice skating? Yeah, I've yeah, yeah. Never I don't know. Where skating. do you go on dates these days? I'm into <sighs> like going on like uh, I'm looking to really, really, really impress uh, this person because when you're married, you go on dates. But yeah. like, hey, that's locked in. She knows what daddy's it's got. Right, it's over. She with. knows what yeah, daddy's got, right? All right. Well, you know what? My my fiance's little sister got taken to the Heat game last night. The Heat Jazz game. So right, maybe that's, that's a little too pricey. Let's not get crazy. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I mean, you better hey, really like that person. We're, we're going after Aaron Rodgers here, man. The, the <laughs> price true. tag is yeah, high. That's true. Right? That's true. We got price a nice steak, uh, a nice steakhouse visit, then yeah. uh, then then uh, head to the Heat game. Um, <laughs> we are we are waiting here, and w- the Packers, the Packers are being held secondary hostage, which is yeah. so disrespectful. The Jets are being held hostage, which is hilarious. Like that is hilarious. It's fun. I love the fact that the Jets right now are at the whim of Aaron Rodgers. It makes me feel good because once they get Aaron Rodgers, they're going to pump themselves up, and then they're going to be second or third best team in the AFC East. It's going to be magnificent. Mm. But but the secondary hostage taking, that Aaron Rodgers couldn't even have the decency to tell them any time over the last two months and two weeks, hey, like, trade me. Trade Pull me. Trigger. Let's, get, let's, let's get this uh, over with already. Nothing. None of that. And it's March 14th right now, now at 12.14 Eastern time. It is the ultimate act of betrayal. It really is because he is, he is hanging on to this. It's almost like he's taking satisfaction, dragging this out as long as he possibly can with a football team, with a franchise that he did this to the three previous off seasons. Mm. Those fans, despite all of his nonsense and his terrible track record in the postseason, worship that man. Now, Packers fans are a weird bunch, all right? And that's what happens when you have about 10 months of winter a year. I've lived in Wisconsin. Wisconsinites, a bit off. Mm. A bit off. Fun, drink a lot, eat tubed meats. Uh, Those are two of my favorite pastimes. I'm good with that. But a weird bunch. And a weird, weird, worshipy relationship with the Green Bay Packers, okay? Uh, First, it was Favre. There was a weird relationship there. And then they moved on from Brent. Uh, Brett went on to New York and started taking pictures of his package, and then Aaron Rodgers slid in, and they've worshipped Aaron Rodgers similarly. They're a weird bunch up there, a weird bunch, but they deserve so much better than this. What Aaron Rodgers is doing to the Packers, what he's doing to those fans, forget the organization for a second, what other ill will he has towards their GM, Brian Gutekunst, 
I, I don't care. The fans deserve better than this. This is trash. This is garbage mm. for a guy that won one, count him one, one Super Bowl, uh, and countless, countless um, instances of them being the best team in football and Aaron Rodgers almost singularly falling flat yeah. and being a big reason why that team could not make the leap and win a championship. These fans deserve better. This is betrayal. This is betrayal in every sense of the word. And it's fitting because as Theo pointed out to me, a man who loved his high school English, apparently, as he pointed out to me, we are a day before the Ides of March. 44 A.D. Mm. is when Julius Caesar, or B.C., I'm sorry, 44 B.C. Come on, man. Is when Julius Caesar was daggered down. (laughs) (laughs) He did get daggered down. He didn't just get killed or assassinated. He got daggered (laughs) to death. He got daggered down. Uh, That man did. Uh, March 15th. (laughs) Uh, by some of his close, who he thought were his closest his cabinet, confidants, right? his friends. I mean, uh, you had Cassius turn against him oh, and Brutus turn against him. Too? Uh, now, that apparently was something was, that Shakespeare yeah. just, he sort of uh, made that it's up. It's not factual, He didn't right. actually say that, we don't think. Uh, but Julius <laughs> Caesar, this man, this man was feeling himself, right? And he, he created a whole damn month. He created a 13-month calendar so he could slip July in there. We have a July because of Julius Caesar. This man was printing money with his face on it. Mm. This man was saying, build me statues of me. Uh, and, and so his friends are like, dude, this guy's kind of whack. And they daggered him down. That dude died March 15th. Ides of March, that's betrayal. He thought these were his boys, and they, they killed him. They Shout killed out to him. the dude that warned him. Right? The dude, I forgot the what it seer, was. The seer, the wise seer. The wise seer. And then he tried to make a joke about it. Julius Caesar did as he was going to an event, and he yeah. was like, oh, the Ides of March have passed. And that seer said, hey, bro, there's still time left in March. Pump the sure break. enough, yeah. daggered down. Daggered down. So down. I just, I, I for, for, for me, this is betrayal, what Aaron Rodgers is doing. It reminds me of when... Michael Jordan put on a Wizards uniform for the first time. Oh, man. How stupid he looked in that terrible blue color with those awful uniforms. And I know that he had he had beef with Jerry Krause and Jerry Reinsdorf. We saw it in the last dance. We saw that entire thing. But I thought Michael Jordan was retired for good after they beat the Jazz for a second time, won the finals. And just approaching teenage me, Seeing this guy announce his comeback that he is going to go to the Washington Wizards. Mm. He's going to play for the Wizards. First, he's going to he's going to, to, to be in the front office of the Wizards. And then, so that in and of itself was a slap in the face. And then he decides, yeah, you know what? I'm going to come down and play for the Wizards. I hate I hated that then. I still hate it now. I I thought that that was as 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 a Chicago born and raised man. I thought that was so disrespectful. That was such a betrayal to Bulls fans for him to put on a freaking Wizards uniform. Mm. What are you doing? That's still to me. And I love MJ. I love MJ. But to me, I still remember how I felt. That's one of my biggest sports betrayals. Is the Washington Wizards version of Michael Jordan. So a day before the Ides of March, the ultimate betrayal. Julius Caesar getting daggered down by his cabinet, his Senate. And now with Aaron Rodgers betraying the fine people of the state of Wisconsin, Mm. 
What's your biggest sports betrayal? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweet at us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. What is your biggest sports betrayal? It can be from the past. It can be from the present. But mine is the feeling I felt when Michael Jordan took the floor for the first time in a Washington Wizards jersey. I'll never forget it, and I never want to remember it. Unfortunately, it's burned into my memory. I, I got to be honest, man. It, and this was hard for me because it I wavered between different points in my life when I really felt betrayed by somebody on one of my favorite teams. But to narrow it down, the last most recent time I felt ultimately betrayed, very similar to you with Michael Jordan mm-hmm. putting on a Wizards jersey, LeBron James leaving the Miami Heat and putting back on that poverty franchise, the Cleveland Cavaliers jersey, not just after we saved LeBron James from what was obscurity, what was incompetence in in, in Dan Gilbert. A, a ringless existence. Ringless, just just everything just felt like it was discounted out there in Cleveland. We brought him to Miami, gave him four of the best years of his life, two championships, could have had three if LeBron didn't betray us in 2011 as well. <laughs> uh, but uh-huh. again, Four of the best years of LeBron James's life, and to see the way that he left out that summer, I remember. Um, I remember I was working at NBC Sports at the time, actually interning, and we were going through headlines. One of my jobs at that point was to uh, kind of be like, I would check headlines and whatever. It was a weird job for an internship. It was fun, but I remember watching ESPN.com, the main article on one of the days where LeBron was making his decision, similar to Aaron Rodgers right now where they had a picture, big featured image. It was a picture of Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh, both heads down, looked like maybe during the anthem of a yeah. game, pregame, and very dark, dark building. And it said, the headline wrote, Wade and the Miami Heat in the dark with LeBron James's decision. Quote, unquote, making it seem like LeBron hasn't pretty much told him what he was going to do. I remember that. I remember coming off of that loss to the Spurs where we got mollywopped and hoping LeBron might be able to come back and save us. And that whole summer was agonizing as I had to watch LeBron James not just leave the Miami Heat and leave us with Wade, who had no knees at that point, and Chris Bosh, who we didn't know yet, but was soon to be retired. I mean, he told, according to D-Wade, he told D-Wade like the night before that he was leaving. And that's just He screwed over the Heat and their offseason. Yeah. Made us draft Shabazz Napier. Right. Don't made, forget made that. the Heat draft Shabazz Napier. Made the Miami Heat draft Shabazz and Napier. Bolted. That is a betrayal. This You're would right. be like kind of like if Aaron Rodgers forced the Jets to sign Randall Cobb and then didn't go to New York. <laughs> like Randall Cobb gets one year, eight million to go play for the Jets. Now, what if Aaron Rodgers decides to retire after all this? I mean, I am going to what I'm going to do if Aaron no, Rodgers no retires. Way. If there's Aaron no Rodgers way. retires, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen on this radio show. I don't know about anyone else's radio show, but on this radio show. The, the day after that happens, I'm going to turn on the mics and I'm going to laugh for two straight hours. <laughs> I'm not going to say a single word except, ha you bleeping losers. And I'm going to laugh for two hours straight. If you want to call and laugh with me, you can. But I'm not going to be given the number. I'm just going to laugh nonstop. If Aaron Rodgers decides to retire, two hours of laughter. Anybody can come join. I will open the doors to the to the Anna John Levin Accident Attorney Studios. You can pour in. Mm. The masses can pour in and laugh with me. But that's all it's going to be for two hours. How long do you think you can oh keep God. up in a, a consecutive laugh, realistically? Uh, I am a king of media laughter, so I can go for three, four, five hours. Doesn't wow. matter. Yeah, I'm a big phony. 
<laughs> oh, because you I do a lot of live interviews and stuff, so you got to yeah, be I, like, I, I yeah. can get that. That's no problem at all yeah. for me. Yeah. Who is your biggest <laughs> sports betrayal? The the experience you had from an athlete that just tore your heart out, that you feel disrespected or felt disrespected. Mine is when Michael Jordan put on that Washington Wizards uniform when he came down from the Wizards front office to to play for the Wizards. I mean, complete nonsense. Theo's right. LeBron going back to the Cavs, that's a huge betrayal to Heat fans. And then you add to it that the man still has not taken out a full page in the Palm Beach Post, the Sun Sentinel, the Miami Herald to thank Heat fans who are the only people that had his back in that four-year span. I mean, it's jerk behavior. They left the Miami Heat out of his uh, scoring montage, too. Exactly. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, yeah. Nike did. Yeah. Nike did. The it's, Nike commercial. It's pathetic. Minute-long commercial. No Heat LeBron at all. Horrible trail. Who's your biggest sports betrayal? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And you can tweet at us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. What is your biggest sports betrayal? The LeBron one is a good one because that is legitimate betrayal. Because the Heat, the, the, the Heat were Made him a planning champion. an offseason around his wants, yes. his needs, and then he just bolted for a guy who who called him a traitor. Right. A guy who disrespected him outwardly. Right. And a franchise where he was going to play with, I guess, I guess Kevin Love and then Kyrie Irving, who we soon would learn is a little bit, uh, let's just say, unreliable. Mm-hmm. Unreliable. At that time, just it was okay. Yeah. Just a bit. Uh, are you experiencing foot and ankle pain? Need to see an expert in the field? Well, they're reliable at Baptist South Orthopedic Care. They have a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty, visit baptishealth.net slash orthocare to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic, foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptishealth.net slash orthocare for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptishealth.net slash orthocare. Who is your biggest sports betrayal? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And on Twitter, at KLV1063. He's Theodore WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. We'll have FAU head basketball coach Dusty May at 145 here on Ken LaVica Live. Dusty May coming on, hanging out with us at 145 as Florida Atlantic prepares for Memphis first round NCAA Tournament East Region Friday night from Columbus. Uh, Mark, he tweets in... We've been asking what your biggest sports betrayal is because what Aaron Rodgers is doing to the Packers is really ugly. It's really unnecessary. He didn't have to get to this point. We all know how this is going to end, and it seems like he's purposely just dragging this out as long as possible before mm. he gives the go-ahead uh, to to complete the trade to the Jets. It's just really, it's really a a, a gross way to leave. Like Brett Favre. He retired and then decided to come back and went to the to the Jets. And he had a very public, acrimonious falling out with the Packers. That was ugly, too. Mm-hmm. But he actually, he stepped away and then got wooed back in by Mike Tannenbaum and company. This, this is just being 
a jerk to be a jerk, it feels like, with Aaron Rodgers. You know he's made up his mind. Yeah. You know he's made up his mind. Brett Favre's offseason um, charades, or at least it felt more genuine. Right? Like, Yeah, there was legit anger there. Yeah, it felt more. But Aaron Rodgers, it feels like he's doing this. He's just voodoo dolling the hell out of the out of the Packers, making yeah. it hurt. Like he's he must be reading like 48 Laws of Power or something. Like, you know, I feel like he's just doing this to like wield some kind of imaginary yeah. control over franchises. Yeah. And like and, it's a power move. Finally. And this isn't this isn't us being like, oh, I wish he'd make the decision so we can talk about it. We've exhausted every talking point about Aaron Rodgers. It's fine. I can talk forever. Theo can talk forever on Aaron Rodgers. We can come up with a million other Aaron Rodgers topics. <laughs> it's not that. It's not that we're sick of waiting. I just think that it's a poor way to exit. Uh, they, and answer. I think he, uh, yes, yes. And answer. That's a think good about point. that. You're about to go to a franchise. You want to compete for a Super Bowl, but you're holding them kind of pseudo hostage as well. Like, and making them go get, making them go get his boys yeah. before he actually makes his decision. Uh, he makes his decision. He holds on, holds on, holds on. While the Jets have decided to forego all the other free agent quarterback options in order to to cater to him. Like that's yeah that that I think that would send a little bit of a rough message to that locker room certainly the fan base a little bit and I understand being excited and oh Aaron Rodgers is infallible can do it all wrong he's going to save our franchise but it's kind of crappy yeah it's kind of crappy uh, Mark tweets in my ultimate sports betrayal Lincoln Riley leaving OU oh. heading to USC and taking half the team and coaches was my biggest sports betrayal I hope he loses every game for the rest of his career well that was off to a bad start this year. Yeah, he losing every game the rest of his career. He won most of them. He won. He won most. Of I them. do have a soft place in my heart for Oklahoma Sooners fans. Boomer Sooner. My pops is a big Sooner fan from Oklahoma, and I did feel bad for them when they lost Lincoln Riley because that dude had it going. Yep, had it going in Norman, and now they're sucking and blowing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Don't knock it till you try. Do we have that? Do we have that? By the way, do we do we have that? We're gonna we're gonna uh, because because Venables Brett Venables Brett Venables had the most ridiculous the most ridiculous quote at the Big Twelve Media Days, and that's when I knew that was my red flag that maybe just maybe Oklahoma wasn't going to have the season that everybody thought they Mm -hmm. were going Mm -hmm. to have. And maybe, just maybe, there were going to be some struggles that maybe we haven't seen with Oklahoma. Uh, I, I'm, I know that that doesn't affect the football on the field, but if your coach has a really weird way of his business, uh, that's a red flag to me. And Brett Venables, I was out on him as soon as I heard the infamous quote. We're, we're working on that because it has to be heard to be believed. Yeah, yeah. It has to be that was heard a rough one. to be believed. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. You can tweet at us at KLV 106.3, 888-760-3776, And again, tweet at us at KLV 106.3, your biggest sports betrayal. Uh, when when you are, are are trying to talk yourself into, oh, this is going to be good. This is going to be fine. There's going to be no issues here. And you're a Jets fan right now. (laughs) Like, I wonder, Jets fans, is there a little concern about how this is going? Not that you're not going to land Aaron Rodgers, but that this isn't going to necessarily translate to the locker room. Like, I just, I don't know. Like, this feels like it's off to a bad start. This is, I would be, I would be, out of 10, one out of 10, if I'm a Jets fan right now, I would be about a six concerned right now. 
Because the bright side of this is when you look back on last year, if you're a Jets fan, you're like, yo, we had it all going. We got Robert Sala. He's bringing out the receipts. We got a running back in Brees Hall. Looks like a top three guy. Garrett Wilson looks great. We still got Eli Moore, who hopefully he gets you know back mm-hmm. situated with everything, with Zach Wilson now on the bench. And that defense, impeccable. The one part that was messing everything up was quarterback, and you're looking at bringing in a future Hall of Famer. So I get the optimism, but... I would also look back on the past decade of Aaron Rodgers playing in the NFL and consider the fact that zero Super Bowls have come with it. Consider the fact that just last year with with oh yes, and I love I bet there's some Jets fans, even newly minted ones, who are hating what I'm hearing right now. Yeah, for but sure. and look at the fact that just last year a, a guy struggled to make the playoffs, didn't make the playoffs, and why did he lose? He lost to the Lions in week 18 right. in a must-win game, and I believe, was that at home? I was at home. At Lambeau Field. So back-to-back years, you watch him lose and struggle in a must-win game. Divisional round against the 49ers, you can't muster up more than 10 points. And then week 18 against the Lions, you can't beat a Dan Campbell, Jared Goff-led team. It's, it's, a, tough, it's a tough sell. I like the visual of... of Aaron Rodgers leading the Jets on like a scavenger hunt right now. Like Joe Douglas shows up to the office in the morning and he sits down in his chair at like 6.30 a.m. and he's got a uh, a blank envelope on his desk and he opens it and inside is like a torn yellow piece of paper and it reads, for instructions, walk to the phone booth on 58th Street in Hoboken. Mm. So then like Joe Douglas has to put his coat on and he trudges out of the building, and he, he gets an Uber, and he heads to the phone booth on 58th Avenue, and then he, he walks in, and there's another envelope like taped to the side of the phone booth, and he opens it, and it says, call Randall Cobb's mm. agent. <laughs> and that's how this entire last two weeks has been going for the, for the Jets. I like to think that's what Aaron Rodgers is doing in the most, uh, the, the, the most like action movie Nicolas Cage-esque mm. role possible. Nick Cage. That's a good Aaron Rodgers comp. He looks kind of like Nick Cage. Well, he, I mean, he, didn't he for, uh, he grew out his hair like Nicolas Cage and Con Air. Yeah, like he like looks he, like Nick Cage. He idolizes Nick Cage. Okay, that makes sense. Because when you said Nick Cage, I saw a picture of Aaron Rodgers, I'm like, same guy. That what? hairstyle and the beard and everything is right. very Nick Cage. What is the Nicolas Cage movie, by the way, where he is following all these clues based oh, on... Uh, I love that movie. Uh, National Treasure? National Treasure, yeah. I love those he's, movies. I can't count. He's making this Jets quest to get him like National Treasure, a la Nick Cage. Great movie. I'm about to go watch that soon. I'm going to watch that on my flight when we head out there to Columbus. That's oh, a great movie. I, oh, uh, by the way, when are you going out to Columbus? I'm leaving Thursday evening. Columbus, Ohio. FAU Owls, baby. To go Man, so beat this down is a big the Memphis deal. Tigers. So you, you got the go ahead from TV to uh to, to dip into the travel budget, huh? Yeah, this is the only this is the second time we've been able to dip into the travel budget. Last time was ACC um what is it called? Not media days. ACC kickoff. ACC kickoff. ACC so, kickoff. Yes, media days. Yeah. <laughs> but no, so this is a huge deal, man. First time since 02. I can't wait to see the win. And then to beat Purdue after that, you know, I'm, I'm pumped up. Uh, by the way, we have our first communication of the day from Stone Labanowitz, who was on his darkness retreat. He is uh, isolated in a dark cave they gave him a phone uh, in, in northern Florida. He has communication. I don't know how he set it up, but he does have communication. Uh, so here is the first communication of the day. From Stone Labanowitz. By the way, this is our um, cave. It's hollowed. Our cave hollowed sound out. effect. How do you like that? It's pretty good. It's wet in there, though. I'm it not, is. No, I'm caves concerned. are wet. I'm concerned. Have you ever been in a cave? Caves are, are wet by nature. Really? They're underground. It makes sense, but yeah, I just The don't. water drips through. Right? Stalactites, stalagmites, that's all water. Yeah. Then. Does he have 
his waterproof uh, aided. I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure. He told me there's a bathroom there. I don't know anything other than that. From Stone in his cave. Hi, it's me. We've moved caves. We're now in a cavern in Albany. Oh, they went real north. Wow. We're, We're getting closer to making a decision. We are coming. Aaron is currently taking a nap right now. My foot rub put him to rest. I'm pretty sure they're in a relationship, actually. And he's been asleep for 12 hours now. We're coming. Boy, that's a lot of sleep for Aaron Rodgers. Are you sure he's still alive? Is he's not like Mike White? Sanders? Or is he there? <laughs> All this coming that's happening. I'm like, is this Dion? Oh, man. I just sent an email to Joe Douglas this morning about possibly acquiring Alan Lazard, Aaron Shroom Dealer. This time has been... Oh, Alan Lizard. Sorry. I read that wrong. I butchered that. You got to give that. About acquiring Alan Lizard, Aaron Shroom Dealer. This time has been hard for Aaron. But know this, we are coming. He is being sung a song by our nest of owls that have been protecting us since Sunday. I know it's not a coincidence. We will speak soon. Until then, breathe and just know we are coming. P.S. Brandon is a bandwagon Chiefs fan and needs to watch his mouth. Wow. Whoever Brandon is, (laughs) I'll go hunt him out. You know, I'm, I'm obviously part of, you know. Chiefs Kingdom. So we'll find out. We'll find where Brandon is. We'll hunt him out and, and get him out of there. Eradicate Good. that guy. I was getting a little concerned about Stone and, uh, and and whether or not he was okay. But it's okay. They've moved caves. They're in upstate New York now. Why would they go so far? And also, do you keep the darkness going on the plane? Or did they just like... Yeah, I'm not sure about the logistics of that. Weird, weird move to be in a darkness retreat and you actually leave the cave for a little bit. <laughs> you just leave? Sort of defeats the purpose unless it was done overnight. Or did they go underground to Albany? Ah, that's an extensive cave system. I mean, look, hey, if if Pablo Escobar could do it, I'm sure Stone Labanowitz's guys can hook it up, too. Maybe. Well, you you can bet that Aaron (laughs) Rodgers has an affinity, I'm sure, for Pablo Escobar. This is true. Um, uh, Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. What's your biggest sports betrayal? 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV 106.3. That's 888-760-3776. Let me tell you about EDS air conditioning. You need it. You need it. Uh, this was yesterday my first time in my actual home. My actual home in two weeks because I've been on the road nonstop with FAU's basketball escapades. Mm. And I don't realize how really uncomfortably hot it was down here because I've been in Houston. I've been in Louisiana. I've been in Dallas. And, man, did I I really fully appreciate a functioning AC system because, my God, it is disgusting out here. It is gross. The humidity is back. I walked out of my house at 6 a.m., and it's gross. It's that we're, we're back to that weather where you walk out and you just start sweating. You just start perspiring. So you need to make sure that AC is working. Repair or replace? That's the question. EDS Air Conditioning. EDS is, yes, they're a train comfort specialist. It's hard to stop a train. That's EDS Air Conditioning. They are making appointment schedules around you. This is the time to make the decision about an old AC unit. Maybe something's faltering. You're hearing a noise. The air is not kicking on. It's not getting as cool as it typically did. Those are all warning signs that you have a problem. EDS Air Conditioning. EDSAirConditioning.com. Again, EDS. They've been doing it since 2006. Family-owned and operated servicing Palm Beach County and surrounding areas. That's EDS Air Conditioning, edsairconditioning.com. EDS is yes, edsairconditioning.com. Your biggest sports betrayal, 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 1063. 
From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. You now, when we were talking about LeBron earlier and how he committed the ultimate betrayal against the Heat, I uh, I went to a, uh, a Mavericks jazz game last week as we were waiting with FAU on the in-between from the regular season finale to the start of the, the conference tournament. Mm. So we stayed in in north central Dallas before we went on to Frisco where the, the tournament was taking place. So we went to see the Mavs and the Jazz. And where I sat, I looked up directly at the American Airlines Center into the 2011 mm, championship banner. Uh, uh, uh. Not great. It sickens me. I mean, just, just, I was like, God, Christ, that sucks. That sickens me. Every time, because also... It was also the legacy-defining moment for Dirk Nowitzki. So, and yeah. whenever anybody brings and he's up got a Dirk, new statue, they just put up a new statue outside of the uh, the arena yeah. too, there in Dallas. And so, walked right by that. I gotta say, pretty good statue. Yeah, they did a good job on it. It should have never happened though. It, I, hey, got love for Dallas fans and all of that. It should have never happened. LeBron, LeBron gifted Dirk the legacy-defining moment, and I'm proud of him. But it should have never happened. Should um, do we consider D Wade to the Jazz? It's a little bit. Betrayal? Does it feel a little betrayal-esque? Well, here's the thing. I mean, I, I think it was probably the heat that... Exactly. ...or what pushed him, but it still feels bad. It feels like a betrayal. I, I don't like seeing him sitting next to Danny Ainge. That sucks. Like, Not, that really sucks. That really sucks. But what I can say is I feel like if the heat weren't such a proud organization and if Pat Riley specifically wasn't the way he was, then we would see Dwayne Wade with the heat organization right now you know like I can't knock Wade for going to Utah I bet that if he he had the same deal he would have took that deal with Miami there is nothing that drove me crazier during all-star weekend than seeing Dwayne Wade as the face of an all-star game in Salt Lake freaking city yeah I mean just gross it's gross stuff Gross stuff. I don't like I, it. It made me feel super, super bad about everything in a season that's already been, well, not fun for the Heat. You didn't that enjoy just, that? That added insult to injury in a big way. You don't enjoy all these last second? Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, things are going so poorly. Jimmy Butler's hair is coming out. Yeah. During, during like, his first half, uh, his first half style was starting to come apart in the second half. And all of a sudden, he had, like, droopy hair in the second half last night. And they end up coming up the win, but it was ugly. Yeah. And nobody's playing other than Jimmy. This is another thing, too. For anybody that thinks that we're getting, oh, here it comes, the negative Jimmy Butler experience. He left the quarter early against Orlando. And uh, he's talking about how, uh, yeah, they, they keep telling me to shoot threes, but I want to drive. I want to make contact. I want to play bully ball. Uh, it seems like he's being difficult right now. He's a little bit moody. I'd be moody too. Yeah. If I was the only one doing a damn thing on that Heat roster, the only but where's Bam gone? Bam's completely disappeared. Yeah. Bam's giving nothing on the offensive end, and he's starting to struggle on the defensive end. And I know that part of this is on him because he's the one who said, "Hey, Kyle Lowry." By the way, Kyle Lowry, there's a betrayal right there. I mean, Kyle Lowry has done nothing but betray the Heat. <laughs> they tried to pay him. They tried to put him in a championship situation. And he's betrayed him. I'm sorry. He don't got that same hunger. I'm sorry. This is ridiculous. Yeah. This is ridiculous. It's a, it's bad. It's a bad year. It's a bad year in Miami. 
What's your sports betrayal, your ultimate sports betrayal? Tomorrow's the Ides of March. Aaron Rodgers is currently betraying the hell out of the Packers. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweet at us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. Tony is in West Palm. What's up, Tony? What up, y'all? I got three of them for y'all real quick. And so, this is my personal situation. In 1994, there was a song by the name of Crooklyn that was released. Mm -hmm. And in that video, there was a gentleman, a champion, a legend by the name of Michael Jeffrey Jordan, who said, I'm from Crooklyn. And what did we all believe in New York City? When the the man, his airness would return, he'd be coming to the Knicks. Mm -hmm. Yes, delusional that is. But we did believe it. Mm -hmm. We did. And he did not come back. <laughs> and what happened in 95? Reggie Miller. Yep. But how would that have turned out had MJ been there? Second off, I will hit y'all with another betrayal, which totally tore my heart to pieces. When Shawn Michaels kicked Marty Jannetty oh. through the barbershop window. Through the barbershop window. window, straight through the window. That's one of through the defining moments of my childhood, Tony. The barbershop window. They were friends. They were friends, remember. Super kicked Now, him. third. Third, I will give you this one, and this is to you, LaVica. Mm-hmm. It was Don Patrizio Corleone Riley. Mm-hmm. Yes, leaving oh, my New York Knicks legendary franchise, longest rivalry with the Celtics ever. I mean, that broke my heart, tore me to pieces. I know Dwayne Wade is not actually no betrayal for the Heat. He's a decoy. Y'all got him on Utah <laughs> doing all kinds of stuff. Uh-huh. Y'all almost got Donovan Mitchell over there. He's going to come to the Heat one day, and he's going to do good things. Let him do his mistakes over there and come and do, do his thing with the Heat one day when the Knicks are, you know, running things in the East. But anyway, I'll let y'all later. Peace. All right, Tony. Appreciate you. I mean, D-Wade, if he is a plant, yeah, he's doing a pretty crappy job so he's far. Doing, I mean, Donovan Mitchell good. couldn't land Donovan Mitchell, and then he sent him to Cleveland. Yeah. Yeah, what, what's... I'm sick of this whole yeah, thing, the Cleveland I, I, stuff. Yeah. And then the Jazz are really good. So if he's a plant, he's supposed to be making the Jazz bad. Right. He's helping Danny Ainge. Right, exactly. exactly. So. Oh, can we, real quick, can we play the um, the Aaron Rodgers real quick again? Because there's another part of this that bothered me. Aaron Rodgers, who 65 days ago, January the 8th, uh, he said his own words, you're about to hear them, that he wasn't going to take the Packers hostage. Here's, uh, here's Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to hold him hostage. Uh... You know, I understand, uh, you know, we're still in January here. March is for agency, so um, just need some time to, uh, like I said, get the emotion out of it and then uh, figure out what's best. Get the emotion out of it. That's the part I want to focus on, getting the emotion out of it. My question is, how long does it take to get the emotion out of things? Because I, um, I remember in high school... All right, I was dating a girl who was like hot, hot. Like in in high school, I was like 115 pounds, skinny as hell. I wore girl jeans. My hair was like different colors. Mm. I was like a pop punk kid. We shopped at Spencer's, all that nonsense, right? <laughs> and this girl, I was, I mean, she was hot. Like, holy hell. Like, how did you pull that? I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm you had pretty, the game, man. I was the big time, dude. I tell you what, man. My senior year of high school, I was, I was, I was the man. Mouthpiece. Right? Um, and so. We get closer and closer to the end of the school year, and you start to feel like, hmm, she's acting weird. Something's going on. Like, and you know what's coming, mm-hmm. right? Like, mm-hmm. So she, she ended up going to Eastern Illinois, 
And she went there on a visit because her, her cousin went there. Mm. And then she started acting weird after, after that visit. And I'm like, ah, it's all right, no big deal. So then we get through the summer, and we're getting closer. to I'm going to Valpo in Indiana. She's going to eastern Illinois. And now she's, like, really acting weird, and things are kind of distant, and you get a sense. It's not a good feeling mm, uh, deep, mm, in, mm. deep in the, the recesses of your soul, right? And then, and then I get hit with the, hey, you know, we're, we're going away. We're going our own separate ways. Mm. Like I still want to talk, but maybe we can. Uh, maybe maybe we should uh, we should not have titles. Mm. Man, that that mm. that hit hard, man. That's a week before you're going to school, right? Mm. So then, one week, kind of one week, one week. The first weekend, I am I am at at college. Okay, trying to trying to ply my way with my 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 new reality, my new future, start my adult life by on my own, out of my parents' home for the first time. Took her one weekend to start dating that dude officially. Mm, mm, mm. Told me that weekend. She called me drunk. Said, oh, so you know that guy that I told you about I was hanging out with was super cool. Yeah, uh, we're, we're dating now. I hope everything's okay. I was mad. I was uh. mad. There was a lot of emotion. There were a lot of emotion there. A lot of emotion. Guess what? I was over it in six weeks. It took me six weeks. Now, there were a lot, a, of, a lot of weeks. There were a lot of away messages on, on instant messenger that were like I was I was I was fishing for sympathy, putting up a lot of emotional song quotes, making sure she saw that stuff. One of my friends to IM me, like, bro, you okay? Everything okay, man? You okay, bro? So I could like bear my 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 sadness to them and all that stuff. I forgot about the away message. You have to tell people what that is. The oh, away yeah, message or an instant message. Oh, yeah, that's true. A yeah. all instant messenger, it was a text for your computer. It was a text message for your computer. Yeah. It existed before text messages on your phones. AOL, you had all the screen names of your friends, and you could you had type messages to them. And then if you were gone, say you were a class or you were out doing something, you'd leave an away message. And like a status some, update. Yeah, it was a status update, exactly. And some would say, off to the bars, talk to you soon. <laughs> or some would be song lyrics like like I would do. Some of them would be fishing for sympathy like I would do. Like I, I, I would be like, I would be like, oh, the pain is so unbearable. Trying to go numb it for a while, or something like that. <laughs> and so, oh my so, that's, God. so then you, you want to return at three in the morning, drunk to a bunch of, of IMs. Like, yes. oh, is everything okay? What's going on? Hey, text me. Like, I was so pathetic, right? Yeah. I was so soft and pathetic. But after like six weeks, things started to feel better a little bit. I'm like, hey, I'm at college, and this is good. Like, this is a good thing. Come on, Aaron Rodgers. This dude's damn near forty. Okay. Yeah. He's done nothing but disrespect the Packers for a couple of years. And so now he's going to talk about, oh, get the emotion out of it. Get the emotion out of it. Bro, the way you've treated the Packers, you don't have any more emotion for them. Forget it. Forget it. It's like the guy who treats his girlfriend like absolute crap, right? Like he'll, he's, he's checking out other girls as they walk by. He's making comments like, are you sure that lipstick's a good color for mm, you? Mm-hmm. Um, like, hey, that top's kind of off. Um, he's like, hey, let me tell you about this one time in college when I hooked up with this girl. Mm. And the girlfriend's like, what is this dude doing? Uh, he doesn't make time for all that stuff. And then as soon as she's like, hey, I want out of this. This sucks. He's like, oh, I don't know what to do without you. I don't know. Like once yeah. she's gone, then all of a sudden he's into her again. Like that's what's happening right now with Aaron Rodgers. He's on the fence. Like get the emotion should have been out of it already, bro. And I'll, you're right. You're right about that part of it. Him talking about he wants to not hold them hostage, but then also saying he has to get the emotion out of it. He's that's so a, full of crap. That's such a that's such a cop out. He's such a look at me. Yeah, like he's such a look at me. Like he want he loves this attention. He's basking in it. He's bathing in it. I'm happy for him. I'm happy for him. But dude, like this is also football. There's 53 guys on that roster. There's a team, a coaching staff. There's medical trainers. Like there's a lot of people that's depending 
on a quarterback. Like, you know what that? You know what that is? It's not leadership. It ain't. It's not what you see in that Miami locker room with Tua. Come on. What's your sports betrayal? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweet at us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. Maybe someone smarter than us will have some insight into what's happening here with Aaron Rodgers. He is the Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer. He is the accomplished businessman. He is the accomplished family man. He's Steve Pollard Sr. And it is Ask Steve's when we come back. He's Theodore, CWPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.